I almost introduced myself with your name. I'm <laughs> Ash. And I'm Chris. And we are Modus Operandi. A true crime podcast. Ooh. <laughs> today, today's gonna be the butts. Yeah, it is gonna be the butts. No fun today. Um, today we are gonna cover the case of Rebecca Zahau's murder, or... I guess, technically, alleged murder. It was a murder, ladies and gentlemen. Which people could away with everything. They really do. So, just kind of some background information. We have Rebecca Zahau. She is uh, originally from Nepal with her family. They moved around. They lived in Germany for a little while. They've settled in the U.S. in Arizona. So her family uh, settles in Arizona because they really like to make eggs on the sidewalk. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why people move anywhere. Every time I think of, like, places to move, I always come up with, like, a million reasons they suck. So I'm like, maybe I should just stay put, but then I think of a million reasons where I am sucks. <laughs> Some people are not meant to be happy. Like, anyway, like, that's not a commentary on your mindset at all. Which... Oh, <laughs> anyway, they're in Arizona. Uh, so she, I was wrong. Her family lived in Missouri and that's where they had moved. Ew. And like, what's in Missouri? Um, all of my in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's a lot of, every time I've been, it's been gray. Gray gray just the color is gray that is the color of Missouri. <laughs> yeah okay okay there's a really nice farm lady in missouri that i like follow on tiktok a lot of goats and <laughs> chickens and uh, a couple mini horses and we have good times that's dope we like that she's in missouri that's that's all i can think of that's good in missouri okay <laughs> so they left nepal's refugees and they okay. moved around a bit before they wound up in the u.s so maybe that. Okay. When they moved, like, they were coming to, like, a specific organization that was going to help them out, or, mm-hmm. like, maybe there was already family there. I don't know. Okay. Doesn't really matter. The point is, she decides to move to Arizona. She's working as an ophthalmic tech. So okay. she's the lady that puffs the air in your eyes before um, you do your eye test with the um, ophthalmologist. Yeah, I mean, fuck, fuck those people, but not Rebecca. She seems like a nice lady. I mean, they're doing their job to try to make sure you don't have eye cancer, but sure, be a dick. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I've um, never had, like, it sucks. I don't like the eye thing. No, I hate it. But I've never had, like, a douchey ophthalmic technician. No, they're always very nice. Except once. And, like, it was, like, an emergency sort of thing. I had yeah. run out of contacts. I'd okay. broken my glasses. Yep. Been there. And that's when I wound up with, like, the rudest, like, didn't want to be there, mm-hmm. like, meanest lady. I mean, and I, I think she made the air extra powerful. Every, I don't know how. <laughs> every time I I go, they're always extremely pleasant. They're wonderful, but um, I do have to get my eye puffed with air five or six times because I can't. If you stay would just still. sit there, <laughs> I know I can't. I can't. Just like um, so, I love my haircut short. But when you get your haircut short, then they use the clippers, the buzzers, yeah. on the back of your neck, and like every single time, I'm always, I always tell them, I'm like. You have to tell me before you use those things because I will jump and it will ruin my haircut and then I, we're both going to be mad. Yes. 
I've jumped out of the fucking barber's chair across the damn room because I'm like, you have to tell me. I can't control it. I get this like, just don't go near my neck. It's bad. (laughs) Yeah. I get this like shiver like all the way, all the way down my spine. It's awful. I don't know. I have a hard time with the eye puff thing. Yeah, it sucks. I've gotten really good at like... Uh, if I grab the table really hard, mm-hmm. the time it takes me to release is just enough time to not fuck up the test. She's living in Missouri or uh, Arizona. She um, gets married, okay, to um, a man in that area, right? Uh, they kind of are married for a while, and then just kind of sputters out. Okay, whatever. And uh, towards the end of their marriage, I don't know if it was like a, the marriage is basically over, we're just filing the paperwork Mm -hmm. sort of thing, or if it was like a part of the end of the marriage, but she starts dating Jonas Shacknai. Okay. He is a big pharma CEO, so Mm. I feel like that already tells you a lot about who he is as a person. that's that's really all I need to know. Yeah. Yeah, um... His company does focus on medical cosmetics, like things for cosmetic surgeries and um, acne and wrinkle creams and things like that. So at least he's not yeah. outpricing insulin for people who are dying. Um, right, 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 right. Still not great, though. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they start dating. He has been divorced twice previously. Ew. He, mean, that doesn't mean anything, though, like... And I feel like divorced once is the marriage didn't work out. Divorced twice is questionable decision making. Yeah, I mean, shit happens though. Like, whatever. I mean, maybe not necessarily just, I'm in my mind, like, if I went to date someone and they were like, oh, I've been divorced twice, like, I'm just questioning you a little bit. Yeah. Well, see, I just know what happens, so I, I, I just know he's a shitbag, so I'm already like, ew. You know, just, ew. Everything just adds up to him being a dick. Yeah, like, everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, of course he was. <laughs> um, his last wife, he had two kids with that he's still very involved with. Okay. His first wife he had a kid with, but it didn't seem like that kid was as involved or... Okay. He wasn't as involved with their mom, I guess. Okay. Weird. He still owns a vacation home down the road from the second ex-wife, Dina. That's fucking weird. It's very, very weird. But I mean... Maybe the divorce wasn't that contentious, you say. Yeah. They were called to the either mansion. They called back and forth on each other Mm -hmm. eight times in the last three years. That's That's, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of police. And you're still living across from each other? It's a lot of tax dollars wasted. That's a lot. Okay, so it's eight times to his house and... Five times to her house, so 13 times total. Okay. That's, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, in addition, so the vacation homes are in this area right outside of Santa Barbara, this, like, little island. Mm-hmm. They live in Arizona. That's how she met him when he was coming in to get his eyes checked. Okay. Uh, in Arizona, there are records showing... Uh, incidences of domestic violence between Jonah and Dina. 
So, like, this is not a good divorce. And yet, they still seem so close, which is suspicious. At one point, um, in police records from one of these incidences, I Uh don't know which one. Yeah. So, at some point during one of these incidences, I'm not quite sure which one. Okay. uh, Dina says to the police, like, on the report... She was scared of what he was capable of doing to her physically. Wait. And the links he would go to to destroy her. What the fuck does that mean? Like, what? Nothing good. (laughs) I imagine. The point is here, he does not seem like a kosher dude good at relations. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. He's giving me dangerous vibes. In September 2008... On one of the calls, the police have, Paradise Valley Police, this is in Arizona before they go on vacation, mm-hmm. have uh, photos from an incident where they had been called to the um, residence, and she had, like, scratches all over her back. Dina did? Yeah. Dina okay. did. Um, police kind of were like, this is not okay, this is, like, there's something going on here. Mm-hmm. Right. But it never really went anywhere because she wouldn't tell them what happened. Definitively tell them what happened. Yeah. Okay. So it definitely seems very abusive relationship. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So that's the background. And then they meet and start dating in 2008. Okay. Early 2008. Um,. There's something that gets brought up a lot with this case, which I don't think is pertinent, and I think is honestly just petty to bring up, but in the interest of full disclosure, she was arrested for shoplifting in 2009. Rebecca Zahow? Yeah. Okay, what does that have to do with her? It doesn't have anything to do with anything, but it's brought up a lot as, like, previous patterns of weird behavior or something, and that's supposed to explain... Like, the circumstances of her death or something. Okay, or like so a young... show that she's an unstable person. I don't know. <laughs> okay. And it was, like, a bracelet or something. So, I don't even know if she intended to steal it. Okay. Or if it was, like, one of those, you know, you try something on and yeah. you get distracted and you forget. Like, Yeah, dude. I've done that one time. Like, I had a pair of sunglasses I put on the top of my head. And then I just walked out of the store with them. The lady who checked me out didn't say anything about it. Patrick was like, hey, did you pay for those? And I was like, pay for what? The sunglasses on top of my head. So, yeah. No, it's totally possible. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she intended to or not, but I don't really think it's pertinent. I don't think it has anything to yeah. do with anything. I think it's people grasping at straws to explain away murder without calling Yeah, murder. I don't really think it has anything to do with anything. But I didn't want to omit it and then somebody else bring it up. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you didn't say this so that you could, like, control the narrative about what happened. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I realize that it happened. I don't think it matters. I Even if it did, like, her shoplifting two years before her death, mm-hmm. something small like that, she did no jail time for it. She paid for the damn thing and, like, was out. Like, Yeah. It was a... That was the extent of it. Yeah. I don't think that had any impact or showed any, like, sort of planning or anything towards suicide. So it didn't... Yeah. But I'm including it because it's always brought up, so. Um, 
she's always been somebody who like worked really hard mm-hmm. and she sent a lot of money back to her parents, mm-hmm. which I guess was something that was like, um, very, a part of her culture. Like you yeah. send money back home you and take care she of wanted to take care of her parents cause they had moved all the way over here for her and they had escaped yeah. home and there were like bad conditions for them in Nepal for some reason. I don't know exactly what was going on there cause mm-hmm. I don't think they ever disclosed, but, um, and she had a lot of siblings, so she's just trying to help take care of the family. Yeah. Which makes it very, very odd mm-hmm. that in December of 2010, around the time that her divorce is getting finalized and she's moving to a public, open, more serious relationship with Jonah, she quits her job. Yeah. So she's now dependent on him if she wants to send money back home or... Which is like classic DV textbook stuff to me. Yeah, make it harder for her to leave. Yeah. Because she doesn't have a job to go back to now. One more thing to control her with. At the time, she said that she quit her job so that she could um, spend more time with him and Max and, like, didn't have to miss out on the vacations and everything. Okay, well. Spend more time at home. Yeah. Okay. I'm not so, judging her choices. Like, if no. that's what she wanted to do, I just don't know if that's what she actually wanted to do. Right. Yeah. If you want to stay at home with your kids, like, and you can afford it, and, yeah. you know, go for it. Get you it. do you. Like, take care of your household however you see fit. That's your business. But no. I don't know that she actually wanted to quit. Yeah. And like, not that she was pressured into it. Yeah. Putting, um, making sure her family's taken care of in the hands of this Jonah guy, like, that's an odd choice, especially for it being really a new relationship publicly. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. her divorce is just now final. So yeah, I don't know. It was suspicious to me. Yeah, it's, I I it's odd. Gone, so I thought I would mention it. Um, mm-hmm. maybe she did just want to quit, and that's fine. Yeah, but it's odd. Or maybe she was coaxed by somebody who wanted full control over her life. That's more when I think it is, but that's obviously very colored by his past mm-hmm. domestic violence, so. Yeah. We'll never know. Are we really? Because he's definitely not going to say. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's not going to say. Um, then that following February, her divorce is final. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get to the, this all culminates in them taking a vacation the summer of 2011, mm-hmm. June, July, to this summer home that's down the road from Dina's summer home. Okay. So Jonah and Rebecca are staying at the home. Mm-hmm. Down the street, Dina and Nina, that's his ex-wife and his ex-wife's twin sister. Okay. Do the rhyme thing. Okay. Um, they're also down there at the same time. His son, Max who is Dina's son, and then his two other kids from his first wife mm-hmm. come down for a portion of the summer, but they're gone before anything goes down. Okay. We get down to July 11th of 2011. Mm-hmm. The older two kids are gone, and it's just Max. Rebecca has picked up her younger sister from the airport. She's going to stay and have a yeah. bit of a... Um, a little vacation. Vacation with yeah. them. That just seems nice. Yeah. She's 14, so this is like 
her first time probably like really mm-hmm. getting to do cool stuff without right. her parents and yeah um her name is like on the records and everything but she, it was changed for the books and she wasn't involved in any of the trials or anything yeah so i'm gonna omit it uh we're just gonna call her little sister um just for clarity here. yeah little sis got it uh that morning, they are going to go take a trip to the beach, because they're, like, this is a big mansion sort of summer home, way mm-hmm. too large for even if the other two kids were there, and yeah. little sis is there, and Max is there, and both of them are, like, this is huge. Mm-hmm. Right across the street from the beach. Swanky. Um, Swanky. It's a pretty well-known, like, house in the area, which will matter later, but, mm-hmm. uh, Spreckles Mansion. Okay. And the, um, the little peninsula is Coronado. Okay, so there's, they're at the Spreckles, the Spreckles Mansion in Coronado. Okay. Near San Diego. So... That morning, they're going to go to the beach. Um, Cool. Sounds like a good day. Jonah goes to the gym Mm -hmm. every morning pretty early, and then he comes back. So he's gone to the gym. I mean, in the Spreckles Mansion, they don't have a gym? I guess not. (laughs) You know what? That's actually a really good point. (laughs) This is a very large mansion. Why isn't there a gym? Yeah. Maybe he just appreciates going out of the house. Maybe. Like, by himself. Yeah, I could see that. But, um... Rebecca's alone with Max and okay. little sis, and she's making pancakes. They're having breakfast. It's like normal mm-hmm. family style stuff. Um, she says that uh, little sis needs to go take a shower, so she goes upstairs to the second story guest room where she's staying, and she takes a shower. Max says he's going to go upstairs and get ready for the beach, put his like swim trunks on, get ready. Yeah. Rebecca's downstairs in a downstairs bathroom. She's getting ready for the beach, changing, making sure everybody has towels, normal. Yeah. Mom heading to the beach stuff. Um. She, uh, is in there getting ready, and she suddenly hears this, like, giant crash. Shit. Okay. It's, like, kind of a big thud, like, boom, and then a bunch of, like, shattering glass. Oh, shit. So she opens the door, and this, like, bathroom is right underneath the staircase. Mm -hmm. So right as she opens the door, she sees Max, and the chandelier has fallen. And it is, like, broken, destroyed. There's glass everywhere. It's a mess. Fuck. She calls upstairs to her sister and, you know, tells her, call the police, call, um, an ambulance, whatever. Call 911. So her sister calls 911 initially. Rebecca goes to Max. She is sort of in the medical field, but I don't honestly know if an ophthalmological tech would have to know CPR. I'm going to guess yes, because I know, like, other... It would surprise me if she didn't have to have a CPR cert, but... I don't know, I feel like, like, in dentistry and stuff, they're giving you, like, some level of, yeah, like, painkiller or, like, knocking you out to some degree for mm-hmm. various things, but 
so you would need to know CPR for that sort of thing, but I don't know that there's anything in ophthalmology that would... I don't know that there is that you would need to do that, but I just think in general, I don't know for sure, but I think in general most, like... Anything adjacent medical, to the medical world. Yeah. Uh, so she does, she's seen doing CPR when she gets, when, when she's doing the CPR, but it's mm-hmm. not 100% sure whether or not. Yeah. If she was doing it correctly. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if she should have known it or if it's one of those things like you get the cert and you don't really have to. Yeah. I mean, that's it. definitely Maybe she's a refresher. Yeah. She starts doing CPR. Also, There's, I will say, okay, CPR legitimately is exhausting well it's exhausting but it's there's only a very small percentage of people that get are actually CPR done it. yeah outside it's, the hospital setting. yeah it's like it's very low very low and um especially like she knows this little boy she has an attachment to this little boy there's an emotional connection right i mean i can imagine like that adds an extra layer of difficulty on it you know and it was reported like from like everybody, even Dina, as much as she hated the relationship between yeah. Max and Rebecca because she was jealous, honestly, she was a little jealous. But yeah. um, the Rebecca loved Max. She like treated him like her own son. They had a very close bond. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Difficult. Yeah. For sure. Um. Her sister is also. They haven't been in the U.S. like super super long. So she doesn't speak and English. Yeah, well. her parents I don't think speak much English, mm-hmm. and her sister was having really a hard time communicating on the phone, from what I understand. Shit. Okay. So it gets a little confusing, and then at some point, Rebecca kind of like yells at her sister, "Give me the phone!" And the dog's barking constantly because yeah. she has this like little dog that he's very bonded with, sure. named Ocean, um, and he's just bark- barking constantly. She's having trouble hearing and understanding. So Rebecca snatches the phone and she's starting to talk to him. Um, <clears throat> but it's she's crying, yeah, obviously. Yeah, of course. Communication's not great, is the mm-hmm. point. Like yeah. during the nine one one call. Um, she's very frantic, and you can hear the call. But she's very frantic. Um, As anybody just, would be in that situation. Yeah. It's, it's a mess. I'm, I know it obviously wasn't helping in the situation, but emotions, I mean. High. Yeah. Um, during the call, you can hear the dog barking the whole time, which mm-hmm. later, it was like kind of said an offhand comment by, I can't remember if it was by Jonah or his brother, mm-hmm. it was just kind of an offhand comment that the dogs always barks at strangers. When somebody okay. mentioned the dog barking. So, later it was kind of used as, like, a theory or, like, a possible the, explanation of okay. his fall that or somebody dog, else was in the house. Or, or the dog was barking because he could tell something was going on, something right. bad. His The chandelier just felt it's very loud. Yeah. I was playing with a pen the other day. Yeah. Like, taking notes during my D&D game. Yeah. And I, like, twisted the pin and it squeaked, and my dogs lost their minds. Like. Yeah. Sometimes dogs bark. At I, weird noises, yeah. Yeah. Especially with all the emotions going high and everything yeah. frantic. Like, 
the dog's going to respond frantically, but yeah, I just thought I would put that out there that that okay. was a theory. Okay, offered as to what happened. Um, I don't think it's very plausible, but there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, the dispatcher eventually gets there. He says he doesn't see. Rebecca performs CPR as he gets there, but this has been a few minutes since the call. Okay. And I believe there was a pulse when they checked it at the scene. So, so she, she probably wouldn't shouldn't need to be doing CPR. Yeah, I was like, if there's a pulse, she shouldn't have done CPR at all. So she had, he had like, there was evidence of CPR. Like, you can tell when somebody performs CPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he might have needed the CPR initially, and or then maybe kind she of came panicked around. and didn't know what else to do. That's true, too. Like, yeah. She wasn't sure, so she was like... Yeah. Um, Which, I'm, I mean, at least she tried to do something. Like, right. And in the end, I don't think it would have made a difference either way. Yeah. Because the brain damage is what got him. Right. Um, when they first get there, he... She calls Jonah, but she doesn't, like, talk to him. She just kind of, like, leaves the phone open... Okay. So he can hear, like, the first responders and everything else going on around her. Mm-hmm. Which some people found suspicious, but I think makes sense, sort of, like... I think it was hard for her to communicate. She's... Right. Yeah. Like, how do you voice what just happened? Yeah. She's letting him know there's an emergency, his yeah. son is hurt, and he needs to get there. I mean, she probably should have said something, but, I mean, how do you know how you're going to react in that type of situation? Like... And also, this is based on accounts from the EMT, so we don't know that she didn't say anything at all. Right. They just noted that she had kind of left the line open and that he was listening in. Yeah. So, she could have, you know, there's been an accident, and then just kind of, like, left it open, or... Okay. It could have just been done at all, but I don't think you can judge how somebody reacts to something yeah. like that. Yeah. Super harshly... Yeah, did like, she handle it? Perfectly, probably not, but I think she did the best she could in a very, very difficult situation. Um, he rushes home. I guess he wasn't yeah. that far away. Okay. And he pulls up um, as they're kind of taking him, like the, the ambulance is about to head off, because it takes him a few minutes. They, they come in, they assess the situation, they get everything done, they have to load him up, mm-hmm. and then they have to secure the bed and everything. It takes... I can't remember what the figure was, but it was, like, something like three to five minutes, depending on the scene, okay. at least, to yeah. head off. So, he couldn't have been that far away. Um, he grabs his wallet, sees the blood on the floor, and kind of freaks out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is a major thing. Uh, he hops in a car of a police officer that had arrived, because everybody shows up when you call 911. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes to the hospital, and that's where he stays during all of this. Okay. And there's, like, doctors, nurses, camera footage. We know for sure he was in the hospital the whole time. Yeah. Um, everybody clears off, and then they have a psychologist kind of come on the scene and try to talk to Rebecca. Yeah. She's, like, crying. She can't quite, like, remember exactly how everything happened. Yeah. Like, they asked her if she'd flipped him over, if he'd fallen face up. Like, did you flip him over to do CPR, or is that how he felt? Yeah. What happened? Where were you? Did you see anybody? How did he fall? And she doesn't have a whole lot of answers because she wasn't there when he fell, first Mm -hmm. of all. Right. And then 
she like can't super clearly yeah in a high like your brain like shuts like your your body kind of takes over at some point like it has to right yeah i could see like just his face seared into your head and like that's mm-hmm. all you can remember from the incident mm-hmm. and like you don't know if you flipped him over or not right you just know that you were doing what you were told to do and the best you could right yeah um, but some people, like, used that as, like, another reason that she was suspicious, was, like, why didn't she know? Why didn't she answer the questions more fully? I think she's doing the best she can, but... Right. Maybe she was worried about being blamed. Yeah. That's know. awful in a situation like that, that that's, like, one more thing you have to worry about. Especially with her being, like... A recent immigrant and yeah. a woman of color and yeah. like mm-hmm. it's even more likely that she's going to be blamed yeah um and we already know the relationship with dina max's mom was um not great yeah so i mean she answers her questions she tells him she never arrives in the bathroom i heard a crash i came in to see him uh she thought he was in his room the whole time. Like, she doesn't right. know how he got over the railing. Mm-hmm. She just, you know, was trying to make sure that everybody's ready to go so she didn't have to, like... Right. She's trying to mom the best that she can. Right. Um, she's driven to the hospital by the police officers and the psychologist because she wants to go see... Yeah. She wants to know what's going on. She wants to see if kid. Max is going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so her and her little sister get in the car together, and she receives a call on the way. It's her sister who's still in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the sister... No, it's not. It's the other... Sorry. I was about to say it's the sister that uh, eventually does the the suing, but it's not. Uh, she gets a call from her sister who still lives in Germany, and she's like, I can't talk right now. There's been an accident. I have to go to the doctors. Like... Yeah. I love I'll, you. I'll talk is to there you anything later. wrong? No. Cool. Yeah. I gotta go. I'm in crisis mode. Yeah. Um, when she finally gets there, um, I don't know if Jonah saw her pull up Mm -hmm. or if he had just kind of had an instinct like, oh, Rebecca and Max are close. Like, she's helping me raise this kid. She's going to show up. But around the time she pulls up, he calls her and tells her, Dean is here. Dina doesn't want you here. It'll just cause a scene. Shit. Um. She sends in the officer just, like, to check on his status. Yeah. And get as much information as he can give her. And then she doesn't go in because she didn't want to start a fight in the middle of the hospital. Right. Would yeah. not have been helpful. There's enough, yeah. There's enough shit going on. They Which, need all the attention on Max. Yeah. In and of itself, I think. That's such a hard, selfless, like. Right. Decision to make. I think that by itself kind of proves that. She was there for Max and not yeah. for anything else, and that she truly did care. Because if this had been for any other reason, mm-hmm. putting on a show that she cared would have come, I think, before anything else. Yeah, I think so, too. And she would have gone in. Yeah. But that's just my two cents. Of course. Of course. My we, all have, we all have opinions, you know? <laughs> so, the doctors say that... Uh, you know, they're doing everything they can, basically. They can't give her too much information at this point. Right. They don't really know yet anything. 
Um, she found monitor brainwaves. And- they give her some, like, general medical terms that basically mean, you know, it's we don't wait know and shit. see, touch and go. Yeah. Um, but she calls her sister, who's a nurse, her older sister, Mary. Her oldest sister, Mary, who's a nurse practitioner. Oh, okay. And she kind of explains the, the fall and everything and what she knows yeah. and that he's unconscious. To, I think she was looking for comfort. Like, tell yeah. me that this means he'll be okay. Right. Tell me that you've seen worse. Yeah. Um, the psychologist, uh, the last name is Hancock. I don't know what the first name was. It just mm-hmm. was referred to as Hancock in the notes. Um, okay. Is trying to kind of calm her down the whole time. And is like, you know, you need to eat. Do this and that while also, like, trying to prod her for answers. Yeah, it's a delicate balance for yeah. sure. And she gets, she, I think, gets as much as can be given. But it wasn't ever, like, fully, com- like, there are still questions, like, how did he fall down? Nobody, no, right. nobody was there. Nobody saw it. So right. So it's just. And, like, she never gets, like, a clear complete like how much time was it between when he fell and when you called right how long did you do cpr did you flip him over did he fall like that like did you change the position of anything right ultimately this culminates in her going oh my god what do i do about Will's sister like she's been traumatized yeah should i send her back home or is that right they decide together to send her back home Okay. Back to mom and dad. Yeah. She doesn't want her more involved in this whole thing. Yeah. So she leaves the house. Okay. Rebecca is now alone in the house, except Jonah calls his brother at the hospital to tell him about the little boy's accident. And I don't know if he had already planned to come down anyway and this changed his plans. Okay. Or if this was just him, um coming down specifically because of Max's accident. He winds up being picked up from the airport as she's dropping off her little sister that evening. So this is still the 11th. Okay. Kind of convenient. Um. I don't mean that in like a sketch way. I just mean it's convenient. I'm sure they planned it that way. Oh, okay. Like either Jonah called and told her, um, my brother's coming to town. You need to pick him up. This is his flight. This is the time that's coming in. And she bought her sister's ticket so that she could drop her off around the same time. Right. Or the other way around, and the brother bought the ticket so that he could arrive as she was leaving. Like, I'm sure there was planning involved there. Yeah. Which I think is just normal, like... Yeah, it's smart. Yeah. Um... The only other thing of note, like, during the day, basically, is that... Um, when she gets back to the house, Rebecca starts, like, clothing, uh, cleaning up uh, with her little sister. And they're both, like, I don't want to say, like, almost manically cleaning, but it's, like, gotta get the the, gra- the glass up. Gotta, like, clean up the chandelier. Yeah. Well, gotta was, get rid of the blood, like. Yeah, I mean, it was probably, like, kind of, um. It gave trauma-induced. To do. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And this led to her sister getting some stitches, which meant that they went up to urgent care. So they're kind of still in the hospital type area. Right. So Um, that she can get medical attention. um, And throughout the day, 
several times, um, she could be heard saying, um, Dean is going to kill me. Dean is going to kill me. Dean is going to kill me. Which, probably normal reaction. They don't have a good relationship. Yeah. It was on her watch. Right. I mean. Some people will take that and run with it, which we'll get into later, but. And then they do eventually overhear her having a conversation. I think while she's um, in urgent care with her sister, she, like, has a phone conversation, and then she just repeats over and over, I'm sorry, I didn't know, I didn't know. Right. I mean, that's, Which probably Gina called her to yell at her, and she yeah. was. Yeah. Or maybe even Gina's parents, or, you know, I'm sure it was something along that. Or maybe even a doctor, like, how did this happen? And she's, like, freaking out. Mm-hmm. Well, it could have been a million things. And, um, yeah. I think that the ER doctor, or no, the urgent care doctor that she was in, the thing with, with her sister gave her a, um, what do you call that pill that, like, knocks you out a little bit? Like a tranquilizer, like a light one. Yeah. To, like, calm her down. Mm -hmm. Um, which, again, could matter in her death, but. Uh. When they first get there, Max has a heartbeat. He loses it before he gets to the hospital. He takes two doses of epinephrine or, like, you know, in the doctor shows, they're like, give me the epi. Same thing. Um, I'm just, you know, if you, like yeah. all of your medical knowledge from Grey's Anatomy, that means more to you. Yeah. Uh, to get going again, and the whole situation from going down to the hospital was about 25 to 30 minutes, and that's a long time. Right. Um, but because they could got they got him back, and she had done the CPR, uh, Jonah honestly thought his son was going to pull through. Shit. Um, when they were trying to call Dina to let her know, she, uh, never answered the phone. She said she wasn't feeling well. So she was supposed to pick Max up that morning, but she had changed it to five because she said she'd had a light, light, a a late night and a migraine and she needed to sleep. So it took like an officer banging on her door to wake her up so that she could know that her son had fallen. Just of note. Okay. Part of the story. um, Okay. That's I've had, like, seriously drugged out, like, took a migraine pill and a dose of the Z-Quil, like, sleep that I could not be woken from. So I can't even judge her for that. Right. I'm being harsh. She was with... Max was her with, dad. you know, right. his dad. And, and a woman that she trusts to take care of her Even son. if she didn't like him. Yeah. like, And maybe she thought, you know, if I take the meds now and I sleep all day, I'll be fine by five. The migraine will be gone and I'll be able to take care of him better. And right, yeah. It'll be better for both of us. I think, I don't begrudge that call. I think that might have even been a great call, like if that's an option for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's all day of. She picks up his brother the next day as she drops her sister off. Mm-hmm. Brother's name is Adam Shacknai. Oh, Adam. And I don't know. He did some weird stuff. 
So this is like a very big estate and it's got this guest house in the back. Mm-hmm. There's like the estate and then I believe there's a pool. I'll have to pull the photos again. So this is the mansion here. Oh. I told you it's huge. Whoa. It's like this like L shape and then it's got another L shape around it that I believe is more of the mansion. And then the ha- uh, guest house. Oh, no, that's the guest house. No, that's the mansion because that's facing the ocean. See, this is confusing because it's so big you can't tell what's what. Jesus. It's huge. That's like, that's not a freaking house. That's like a whole, like. That's a compound. Yes. (laughs) It's it's stupid big. And it is like right across the road from the beach. So I guess it's nice. I don't know. There's a pool. And then there's the guest house. And it almost kind of touches the other L part of the mansion. Okay. Which is not a great explanation. But you can look up photos of the mansion. You just type in Sparkles Mansion. It pops up. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Adam's going to stay in the guest house. I don't know why he has to stay in the guest house. This I mean, is... if you have that much room, fuck it. Like, I know. It's the guest just... house. Have it's your a... own mansion. Your very own mansion. <laughs> the guest house is bigger than my house. The guest house my is bigger fucking house. than, like, my house and the four houses next to mine. This thing is huge for no fucking reason. But yeah. anyway, it's fine. That thing is, like, probably 6,000 square feet. It's absurdly large. I don't even know how big. It's just it's dumb. There's no reason for that. I don't know. It's huge. Yeah. So he's gonna sleep in the guest house. Rebecca's in the main house. She's in the room that she's sharing with Jonah. She calls her family. She's kind of like, "There's been, you know, this giant accident. I yeah, don't yeah. know what's gonna happen here." Um. So they know she made this call. Late the night of July 12th, this is the day after Max's accident. Okay. Um, and the same day that she's picked Adam up and dropped off her little sister. So uh, she's, so Adam's in the guest house, she's in the house by herself. Right. Because Max is still at the hospital. Yes. And Joan is at the hospital with Max and Dean is at the hospital with Max as well. Okay. Late that night, there is really loud music. And they call in, one of the neighbors calls in, like, a noise complaint Mm -hmm. because the music was so loud. And they thought it was even possibly a party. Maybe it wasn't a noise complaint. Maybe somebody just mentioned the next day. I don't remember. But it was definitely, the music was loud and, like, the neighbors had complained about it. Okay. Um, They thought it was possibly a party because it was so loud. Okay. And that's late, late at night from the guest house. So, your nephew just is, like, on his deathbed and after a horrible fucking accident that happened in that house, and you're going to throw an actual soiree? That's what we're doing here? I don't think there's an actual party. I don't know for sure. I think it was just, that's, like, how loud the music was. They thought yeah. it had to have been a party. Right. Um, I they never, nobody ever came forward saying they were at this party that supposedly happened. And you'd think if there was a party, he would use that as his, like, alibi. Yeah. He didn't have one. He just had very loud music. And a lot of money. Um. Late that night, we know she made a phone call to her parents. But other than that, there's no 
Jonah calls her. Yeah, probably looking for some comfort, looking for oh parental yeah. guidance or just to vent or normal behavior. I think human to call somebody yeah. other than you know she can't call Jonah because he's going through it. Like she can't burden yeah, him. Right. So she's calling somebody else, somebody who's like far enough away from it that she can not feel like a total awful person, like complaining about. And, yeah. She herself is probably feeling responsible on some level, you know. Yeah, because it happened on her watch. Right. She was supposed to care for him, and Mm -hmm. he had this accident. Right. Around 12.30 a.m. on the 13th, Jonah calls her and leaves a voicemail. She doesn't answer the phone. Okay. Uh... He's later said that this was to inform her of Max's condition and the fact that the doctors at this point don't believe he's going to wake up again. Fuck. They're fairly sure he's going to pass away. The brain damage was too extensive. He was down for too long. All of these things kind of add up together and, like, it's like the swelling's out of control and they don't know if there's anything they can do. There's no definitive proof whether or not she ever read like listened to this message or not nobody knows the message was never opened on her phone they don't know i know what you're thinking how do they not know because if you have heard a message before right it'll old messages and then it'll tell you i don't know it just said that they didn't know for sure if she had heard the message or not okay my thinking would be maybe by the time that they had entered it into custody, they weren't sure if one of the officers had listened to it on scene. Okay. Or if they hadn't. Okay. I gotcha. They treated it as fishy at first, but it very quickly turned into them going, oh, it was probably just a suicide. Mm hmm. Uh, chain of custody may not have been perfect. Got it. And I think they acknowledge that sort of, and we don't know. She may have heard it. We don't know. Uh, It's really annoying, but I, yeah, okay. According to Adam, he was asleep the whole night in the guest room. With loud music on? He turned the music off around 3 a.m. So what time did you say the voicemail was left? 12.30. Okay, so the, okay. So the loud music is still going on. Yeah, well... She's getting while she's not answering the phone from her boyfriend slash fiance, right? Who she's very much in tune with because she's she wants news about Max. Right. She wants to know what's going on, and she's not answering the phone. Yeah, that's what got me. It was like, yeah, she's been waiting for this phone call. Right, she probably would have had the phone on loud. I'm sure. Like probably of not. Course. Even if she is asleep, probably not. Devil's that Devil's Advocate. Maybe she didn't hear the phone over the very loud music. Adam was playing. You know what? Fair enough. But if the music was loud enough to keep her up, then she's probably like anyway. Yeah. My only thought was maybe the tranquilizer was too strong and like... Oh, maybe. And again, I don't know for sure that she... That was in... There's... Sorry. There's a book that somebody wrote about it. Um, I think it's Death on Ocean Boulevard or something very similar to that. Yeah. And I think in the book they mentioned the tranquilizer, but I don't know... Where they got that information. Right. right. So I don't know how... All of this stuff has been going on the whole time. Okay. 
where we have an uncle who is partying the night of his arrival while his nephew's in the hospital, mm-hmm. maybe dying. Unsure at this point. They don't even know. Right. Um, and then Rebecca sleeps through an important phone call that she's waiting all day for. Unlikely. Later that morning on July 13th, two days after Max's accident, mm-hmm. pretty much as the sun is rising, like very early in the morning, comes outside of the guest house. I don't know if he's going to the beach or coming into the house to ask, ask after Max or what. His, I think he said he was going for a run. But Okay, so why were you in the house then? Okay, but like why were you in the house, sir? No, he's coming out of the guest house, going towards the house, because you have to go... Oh, okay. You have to go into the house, I think, or all the way around the property, which, let's be honest, nobody's going to do that. Mm-hmm. So you have to go through the house to get to the cars or, like, the beach or the road or whatever. Um, the point is he's heading in the direction of right. the house. Okay. Um, and he sees... Rebecca hanging from the balcony into the courtyard of this, like, mansion type situation. Okay. She is dead at this point. Um, yeah, I imagine. I was just, you know. Yeah. She's not, there's no time to help her, I guess. Like, he can't see that she's, like, moving on. But, um, he... Calls nine one one, and he cuts her down. So there's a knife on the floor that they'll find later. Okay. That he used to like cut her down. I think there was also um, a table that he had moved up underneath so that he could reach it. Okay. And then there's gloves on the table, which I just thought was interesting. The table that he stands on. What kind of down. gloves? Like they're just gardening gloves, but they're they're gloves. What was he doing with gardening gloves while he's? Is he gonna wear the gardening gloves while he's running? Is that what we're doing? There was no specific evidence that said the gardening gloves hadn't been sitting there from some time the previous day. Or okay, all right, whatever. It's just interesting that later when they test Suspish. the rope for DNA. They don't find any of his DNA on the rope, so how was he holding the rope to cut her down without oh. there being any skin cells on it? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So either they immediately didn't look for his DNA on the rope because they already knew he handled it, or he was using gloves when he handled it, which is weird if he's just cutting her down. Yeah. If he's in an emergency situation... Seeing his sister-in-law basically hanging, you're like, oh, let's not incriminate the crime scene. Gloves before I cut her down. Okay. I just think it's suspicious and that the gloves are probably used for that sort Don't of thing. Don't be suspicious. But, Don't um, be suspicious. What do I know? Yeah. He... He cuts her down. He calls the... 911. And his 911 call is the most bizarre thing that I have ever heard. Mm-hmm. He starts it with, and this is like a direct quote. You can hear the um, the actual call okay. online, like there's recordings of it and everything. Um, and he starts with, 
got a girl here, killed herself. How long did you say no and her had been together? Um, they got together before her marriage ended in 2011. I think sometime in 2009 is when they got together, but I'm not 100% sure. Or sorry, but they got divorced in 2010, but whatever. Okay. Um, at least a year is the point. At least a year. Okay. Uh, okay. Got a, got a girl here. Okay. Not this woman who's been with my brother for a long time and is basically helping to raise my nephew who's in the hospital. Not Rebecca, whose name I know because yeah. I have taken vacations with her, have seen her, have been to family events, like, right. know her. Right. Got a girl here. This this one chick. Killed herself. Okay. Very weird. The weirdest thing about this whole thing is that he immediately assumed that she had killed herself, which you're thinking, okay, she's... She, she, she was hanging, so that's not a, like, random, you know, yeah, I was like, that doesn't happen. Yeah, I was like, the fact that he said she killed herself doesn't really, like... But she's not she just me as odd, hanging but. herself in the noose. Her arms are behind her back, and she's totally bound. Her legs are bound together. What? And she's got this, like, blue thing around her neck. It's like a t-shirt or something. And then the rope on top of that. And these aren't just So like, what, when you like go to jump off a cliff, jump off the side of the building to kill yourself, you're like, oh, don't want to get rope burn. Is that what? I don't know what the t-shirt was about. That wasn't even the weirdest thing to me. The fact that her she would bind her hands and feet. Yeah, why? Why? If she was worried about like, like she didn't want to um, stop herself. Mm-hmm. Like if that was the concern, I could see maybe the hands. Right. But you're throwing yourself off a balcony, so it's like... Right, there's nowhere for your feet to really catch on to. Right. That was suspicious to me, that he's like, yep, this looks like a suicide. Also, she was naked. She, like... Yeah, why would you kill yourself naked? Like, what? And in, like, such a public way. This is a big mansion on a popular beach. Yeah, suicide People is usually... know the name of it. Right. Suicide is usually, like, a private thing. Like, it's uh, not for the world to watch. You know, it's... This was just... Nothing about this scream suicide to me, like, immediately looking at it, and it was weird right. to me that he jumped to that conclusion. Okay. Um, mm. The got a girl here thing was just, like, humanely upsetting. Yeah. The suicide assumption was like, no, this is suspicious. Right. And then, he doesn't tell them the address of the mansion. He doesn't tell them the name of the mansion, which, again... Is, is well known. Yeah, it's like a landmark of the area. So if he had said Spreckles Mansion, that would have been fine. Right. But he says, the place where you got that kid yesterday, or something very similar to that. That kid? You that mean kid. your fucking well, you nephew? You that kid the other day. You yeah. mean your nephew who's dying? That one? Yeah, that one. It was... Nothing about this phone call made, like, this was okay. the most, I mean, they can look through transcripts of previous calls, but uh, so that's going to take up a lot of time. Yeah, just give him a fucking address. He said he cut her down to make sure that she was, um, that there was nothing else he could do. Um, he knew there wasn't because he dealt with it last night. Mic drop. <laughs> 
I like how you said mic drop instead of dropping the mic. Listen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the most bizarre, most, like, dissociated fucking 911 call. Okay. Like, already trying no to names. distance himself. Right. That most kid. That pisses me off. Like, it was upsetting when he said that this got a girl here, but, like, right. that kid, you mean your fucking nephew that you've watched grow up? So I know he didn't say his nephew or the name. I, he said that kid or the kid or something very right. similar to that. I didn't have that one written down as a direct quote. So if that's yeah, not like but, 100% perfect. But the the it's the same, like, feeling of, like, just that yeah. kid, the kid, whatever. Right. To not, this kid that you're supposed to, like, love. Like, this is your yeah, family. Right. I don't know. It's icky to me. Yeah. To hate that. You had a name of a location. Yeah. Even if you didn't know the address because this isn't your house or your summer house or whatever, you could yeah. see the Spreckles Mansion and right. you would have known mm-hmm. where to go. Right. Okay. I guess that's wrong. I guess it's on Washington Street. Okay. But the name of the book was on Ocean Boulevard, so I thought it was on Ocean Boulevard. Yeah, that, yep. That, that makes, was, that tracks. Poor, poor book name. I think Ocean Avenue is like a slang term for the area that the house is in. Uh, perhaps that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, regardless, uh, the the house has a name. Right. The house has a name. Just like Rebecca had a name, and Max has a name. But he seems to be avoiding them. I think he's trying to make it as hard as possible to like. Right. Just even twenty to thirty minutes of confusion can lead to like small errors. Right. Make it a little bit harder. Like. Mm-hmm. He's just trying draw it out. to compound. Yeah, confusion. So, before we get to, like, the actual investigation, because that's, like, a whole thing that's just upsetting and it's going to piss you off because it pissed me off. Um, Mm -hmm. When... I know some of this case. I didn't know all these details, but I... Yeah. When Adam calls Jonah Mm. to tell him that his girlfriend of at least a year... Yeah. Um, who he is basically living with and plans to, you know, be with or, you know, whatever. He's quit his job for him and everything. Yeah. Is dead. Um, possibly by suicide. That's what he's assuming at this point. Oh, yeah. Jonah gets off the phone and he's in the hospital with Dina at this point. Tells Dina she killed herself. About Rebecca. And then he, like, mimes himself, like, stabbing himself in, like, the chest-abdomen area, and says, Asian honor. Shut the fuck up. Are you... I know it was... It was probably just a distasteful joke. I don't think Uh, he was involved in her murder. I... Okay, but... Distasteful, disgusting, and racist. I'm not saying he's a good guy. I'm just saying I don't think he killed her. Mostly because how would he? But that's... Okay. So you're saying Jonah did that. Jonah did that. In the, the hospital with Dina. Over his kid's the dying corpse, basically. Not corpse, his, but his dying body. This is his girlfriend. Somebody he cares about, supposedly. Yes. yes. I... It's I have, disgusting. That's I don't why I have, mentioned it, because okay. I just feel like Jonah hate is always accepted. Um, no, it's, it's 
racist. It's distasteful. It, it's oh, disgusting. I, what the fuck? Like, of all the, like, why? Because that's, that's a racist asshole. That I don't was know your what else reaction to, you. to, like, your girlfriend might have killed herself? She's definitely dead, but she might have killed herself. He probably just said that she killed herself because he's the murderer, but mm-hmm. he's the alleged murderer. Alleged. Alleged. Right. Um, I just, like, get this weird taste in my mouth every time I say alleged, like, I just ate poop. Your body is rejecting it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That, again, was in the book, so I don't know exactly how she got that information, but I think it, she said that, like, it was reported by one of the doctors or something, but. Um, Ugh. if Dina didn't, didn't tell everybody, I damn sure, if I was Dina, I damn sure would have told everybody about that scumbag. Bet. Bet your life on it, I would have. I would have recorded that shit and put it on TikTok. TikTok was not a thing in 2011. I don't care. Was, was Vine or was it yet in 2011? That's too old for Vine. Vine was younger than that. Was it? I don't know. Yeah, dude. I feel like Vine, like, barely got to live before it died. Yeah, barely got to live. It, it was like... And then it was already dead. Just fizzled out, huh? Uh... Oh, yeah. It looks okay. like Vine was initially released in 2013, so but I think even, it's like 16. Even, even if Jonah didn't do it, fuck Jonah. Yeah, no. We that don't That was like supposed Jonah. to be his girlfriend, someone he loved. No. Fuck We're not nice Jonah. to Jonah. We don't like Jonah. He's okay. a dickhead. I just... All right. He All right, was we in the hospital. On. There's no way he could have killed her. Yeah. At most, he said that he wanted it done. And his brother carried it out, but uh, I don't. I don't, I don't think. think so. Yeah, I think the worst case scenario, he knew his brother did it, and just tried to keep it a secret. Oh, I 100 percent think he knew his brother did it. Yeah. Now, whether or not him and his brother sat down and had the conversation, and he was like, "Before you after. killed my girlfriend," mm-hmm. yeah, or if he was just like, "Nope, that that tracks." Like, who else would have done it? It had to have been him. Yeah. And, like, just, like, silently within himself accepting that? Yeah. I don't know, but. Yep, that's okay. All right. Um, And, like, as we get to the trial, you'll see more that, like, he had to have known that his brother did it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allegedly. Alleged. His brother allegedly. Did the murders. Killed Rebecca Zahau. So we're going to stop there for today, and we'll definitely do a part two that's going to be really in-depth uh, to the investigation and how that was treated and then the civil trial that followed. Um, I just don't want to rush it and I want to make sure we have plenty of time to really cover it. So we will see you guys back at part two next week. If you guys have any other thoughts, opinions on the case, you can tweet us, uh, Instagram us or Facebook us at modus murder or you can send us a Gmail at modus.operandi93 at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks and for listening. Yeah. See you next time. Sorry this one was so heavy.